0: It's National Trivia Day. Oh, damn. In honor of that, we'll start with this question. Gosh. Which former Pacer is known for his delights in oracle exhalation?
1: El, I don't even know what three of those words even mean. Reggie Miller. (laughs) That's a Pacer. (laughs)
0: Damn. Clearly you haven't been brushing up on your words of the week. Oracle exhalation. Okay. Breathing well, out. Let me put Yeah, let me put it in yeah. Gary terms. Which yeah. former pastor likes to breathe in people's ear?
1: Oh, okay, got it. I know. Say the answer. I, I I I see him blowing in LeBron's ear right now, but I can't I can't verbalize What are his initials?
0: Sir A lot. Sir fill in the blank. Sir
1: Lance, Lance Stevenson. Golly, you—you were like Lance. They can see that L. Rhymes with prance. Lance Stevenson. Oh man.
0: Good thing, guys, is that if you, as we say, welcome to the L. Duncan Show starring Gary Streissey. If you came here for NBA trivia, turn away.
1: If you came here for big words you can't understand, you are in the right spot.
0: Lock in, baby. <laughs> uh, what's up, Gary? Yeah, it is Great National to Trivia Day. We're going we're gonna to get to all that because I have a bone to pick with trivia, in yes. particular being a sports person in a trivia world. Good. We, of course, have the NFL playoff picture. Boom. Things about to get lit. Big weekend. Yep. Who will lock
1: down a playoff spot? Week 18. So much up for grabs. So much so that, like, Ten quarterbacks are sitting because <laughs> they don't have to play. Correct. Some of the names <laughs> your are, rest.
0: It's not a great list of names. Um, still playing for something. Yep. Michigan and Washington definitely playing for something. I was into that.
1: I don't think I've ever been more wrong.
0: Yeah, you were incredibly wrong. <laughs> and the people wrong. in
1: the Instagram comments made sure that I was aware of that. Sure. No,
0: they'll thank always thank you, and I'm you. sorry. Uh, we'll get to a little NBA because right. we've got a thunderous performance. Right. to Discuss. Um, but first, before we get to any of that, what up? I gotta be honest, you guys. I know I just joined the Apple Watch. New party. Apple Watch? This shit's annoying.
1: Well, I, well, maybe because well, you're not it, wearing it correctly. It just
0: keeps, am I not? It keeps- You're wearing
1: it like a bangle. Yeah. It's not a piece of jewelry, it's a, it's a piece of wearable tech.
0: Where are you supposed to wear a watch, you're except to, on your
1: wrist? Well, I, I know, but it's it's too, it's, it's, it's mo- you see this? It's no angry. movements. You can do that, and that thing might fall off your wrist. It you can wear that on your bicep. Why is it so loose? Well, it
0: told me to breathe, and um, I don't like that. I don't like telling me what to do. I paid for you. You, I tell you what to do. You don't tell me what to do. How you doing, Garrett?
1: They're getting, they're getting smarter. I'm doing better, but as you know, I'm a watch aficionado, so it's really, it's really kind of like bothering, it's irking you? me. I can't even look Ooh, at it.
0: It's sliding.
1: Stop! You can't do that.
0: Oh no! That, you can
1: put that on your bicep. You need to tighten that thing up. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a velcro strap so that way you can adjust it. Because did you know?
0: Pause. If you're just tuning in, and you just like picked up this <laughs> podcaster
1: show, this is a sports show.
0: <laughs> there's straps. There's sliding. There's. I promise you, we're gonna eventually talk about sports,
1: Gary. This is a watch show. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a velcro strap so that way. Did you know that you're right hand dominant, so your left wrist is much smaller than your right wrist. So if you try to put that watch on your right wrist, it would fit snug. But because your left is your non-dominant, I'm going to get you a Velcro strap. It's adjustable.
0: I got to be honest. I tuned you out 30 seconds ago. What?
1: Don't worry about it. I got, you next, I got you next week when you get back from Houston.
0: How are you feeling?
1: I feel great. 2024, it's the month of my birth. You're welcome, everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. When is your birthday? I feel like this is something I should Actually, know.
1: Actually, if today's, we're taping this on January 4th, this is my last week of being 36. Okay. Damn.
0: Don't do that. We're not about to do that. All right, you fine. Start doing
1: well, it, I I was saying I was saying, I was saying our co- to our colleagues and our friends, this was the first year that I was full blown host of everything. Mom, Dad, sister, her new fiance, got me this cool hoodie. Uh, they all came to the house. Girlfriend obviously was there too. I was hosting. I was full blown host. Driving everywhere. Paying for everything. Cooking everything. Mm-hmm. That's a full time job. People do that. Voluntarily. Yeah, except for like with little people who (laughs) actually aren't (laughs) self-sufficient at all. Crazy.
0: Got to keep them alive too, Gary.
1: Nope. Nope. Teach them how to wipe. Yeah. I mean, my parents aren't old, but you know, got to keep them alive too. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) I love that Gary keeps describing people that are just like a little bit older than him as basically invalids.
1: A little bit older.
0: I have to teach them to wipe themselves. I had to guide my (laughs) mom. 60, 60, 67. Anyway. (laughs) I'm sure she loves, I'm sure she loves that you threw that out there as well. Um, okay. NFL playoff weekend. Ah, Lee. I actually like when it comes down to the final weekend. I mean, who doesn't? I don't feel like that's like revelatory, but we have nine teams that already clinched their postseason bursts, Mm -hmm. including five in the NFC. And so that means what? Five spots are on the line in week 18. Mm -hmm. Before we get into like the scenarios, this time of the year for people like me and you. Yep. And people like me and you, I mean losers. Yep. Well, When our teams are losers, and they're essentially not playing for anything. I mean, your team as the Patriots are definitely not playing you for gotta anything. you got to stop the, saying
1: the Patriots are my team.
0: They're your team. Now, you're going to hold on to the Patriots because you cape for them so hard, Gary. Yeah, you're holding that L for life. You're holding it. Take no.
1: the L and hold it, boo. I won't. The Patriots are yours. You can't just bestow that upon me unwillingly. There are laws against True that. True or false
0: that you have family that lives within the vicinity of Gillette? Yeah. The Patriots are yours.
1: Okay. I also have family that live in Baltimore. Okay. I was going to say
0: Denver. You don't want to hold the Broncos. not going to do that. Are you one of those people that lies to yourself and says things like, you know what? It would have been nice to make the postseason, but I'm actually really looking forward to just a stress-free postseason run for other teams, and I'm good with it.
1: My brain is so programmed now to focus on what we do for work. I'm like – I just want games that are so awesome they're gonna be cool on a sports center highlight. Yeah. I don't care, I don't care who it is, if it's Lamar Jackson breaking something off, if it's Puka Nakua. I just want the players that are involved to be playing so well that we can incorporate them in our Sports Center Highlight and workshop some material. <laughs> I mean, that's selfishly. It's, it's like the I just hope that both teams have fun. I just hope that we get enough fireworks where it's going to make for an awesome 90-second sports a highlight. Okay. Also, as it relates to ac- this actual grouping of playoff teams, and I think that we've probably had this before, but maybe this year more prevalent than most, aside from the Ravens, there's no other team that are like, any one of those teams are standouts. They're all just like in the mix for it. And maybe that's an indication as to why there are still five playoff teams spots up for grabs between the AFC and the NFC, there are really no clear-cut favorites. Hell, the NFC South, every single team, but the Panthers can win. The AFC South, damn near every single team. Except for the Titans. Uh, but the Titans can win it. The Bills can be, what, the two seed, but they can also be eliminated, eliminated. from the playoffs. Sure. There's, there's a lot of transparency in this particular grouping uh, of playoff teams, and I'm not too convinced um, or sold on any of them other than the Ravens.
0: We've talked about the fact that storylines are really important. And yes. so you do always want to have like your team that it looks like they're streaking for the championship. That looks like the Ravens because it definitely ain't the Chiefs. Maybe the Niners. We don't know. The Ravens just beat them. So yes. the Ravens are, are are in the driver's seat right now. But we also like storylines. And when I say we, I mean me that are a little bit petty. Like on paper five weeks ago, no thank you, Steelers. I don't want to see that trash in the postseason. Yes. However, the idea that they said we're all set on Kenny Pickett, <laughs> their starting quarterback, the next franchise yeah. quarterback for them, supposedly, in favor of Mason Rudolph. Hey. I want that storyline. I want the Steelers to beat the Ravens this weekend and clinch an opportunity to go to the put. Now, they still would need some help. They can't just beat the Ravens and get in, but they have to beat the Ravens to even have a shot. I kind of want that for that storyline alone, right? So when you look at a, a playoff race between like the AFC South, we just talked about that mm-hmm. because the Jaguars have totally spit the bit. You talking about a team under the most pressure? It's the Jags. They started at eight and three. They were cruising. You were jagging on every single
1: week. They've been jagging off lately. Though.
0: They've been jagging off Trevor every Lawrence, single though? week. They've got nothing left. <laughs> People will never be able to have kids.
1: They've been jagging off so much that Trevor Lawrence's arm hurts. Correct. He he's he can't function. He missed his first game because they've yeah. been jagging off so yeah. much. Yeah, you can get carpal tunnel from that. I hear. Yes. S- I don't know. Damn, it feels like a thing you cite your sources. Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The curve. Hey yo, I just wanted to see. Yo, we got like fourteen extra cameras. In I here. keep forgetting every. An- We're gonna catch every single angle. Yeah. Damn. I, yeah, I keep forgetting that. Holy um, smokes! Hey, funny. real quick though, to the Steelers in an in such a consequential game for them compared to the Ravens who are sitting Lamar Jackson, like three weeks ago, we were talking about, yo, is Mike Tomlin going to get fired? This is going to be his first sub 500 season in 17 years as the head coach of the Steelers. But now you're introducing them as a playoff team that can cause some disruption. It also, as we stay in that division, just real quick here, I'm loving Joe Flacco. He was, you know, in front of a hot mic, Earlier this week, and was like, I'm old enough to be some of these guys' dads, and I was doing the math, and I was like, You're 38. And he said, Yeah, if I made some mistakes in high school. So I was like, Ah, yeah, there it is. But you like, start on Teen Mom. I'm loving it. <laughs> great show, great show. By the way, I'm like still. Oh, so close. I don't know. They're okay. probably not teens anymore. Thank God. Okay, middle-aged moms.
0: It's Movie not nearly as fun
1: as it sounds. From MTV to TLC. But anyway, um, it just goes to show. How much changes in just a few short weeks in the NFL?
0: If everybody just starts losing, I mean, that's like li- like literally everyone was like, you know what? I just really don't want this thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make this thing really interesting. So,
1: the in- Eagles, yeah,
0: exactly. Speaking of, in the vein of just wanting good storylines, yes. How then do we want a division like the AFC South to play off? Do we want it to be the Texans? Yes, with CJ Stroud and D'Amico yes. Ryan, You've got two rookies at the helm of a yes. franchise in need of help. They're fun to watch.
1: Immediately, They're yes, fun, right? I was uh, originally I was thinking, well, do we want Gardner Minshew in the playoffs? And I was like, well, that's not sexy enough. Maybe that's. I'm
0: gonna... so tired of hearing about Gardner Minshew's jeans. See, there, we've there, done. There, there, we've there, already know, gone there on the storyline. And, and there
1: it is. That's why it was like, ah, it's a, it's sexy enough. Flash in the pan. It's one quick headline. But the Texans. Pose a legitimate threat, Mm -hmm. I think. C.J. Stroud being the rookie, D'Amico Ryans, you already mentioned it in his first season. Um, I just think it's just such a rags-to-riches story that if the Texans, and also it's like people in Carolina, are like, damn, that could be us. That should have been us. It could have been us. And that'll be an ulterior storyline if that happens.
0: Forget that, because we've had that storyline. True. How about the storyline of Deshaun Watson watching his former team potentially play his current team that was fine without him.
1: I forgot. I totally forgot. I mean, Joe Flacco, Flacco the Joe Flacco made me forget about Deshaun Watson.
0: Let's go with that storyline. I'm here for that storyline. I'm here for the storyline where the Texans beat the Browns in a close game. In a super tight game where Joe Flacco starred while Deshaun Watson watched it all happen from the bench. I'm here for that. And he would have
1: to go to Houston because... And watch it. Because, yeah, the Browns would have to travel. Yeah. Seating works out that way. Damn. You'd have
0: to watch the whole thing. On I don't think. Yeah, well, I don't. I think the Texans would not be a higher seed than the Browns. It feels like these are things we probably should have investigated before we. Well, do I'm it just now.
1: thinking because if 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 the Texans win the division, they host a game. The Browns can't because the Ravens already did. Oh right, right, right. right. So, but Deshaun Watson probably want to be on the road because he knows them good spots in Houston. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not gonna say that. <laughs> oh shit! Food. You asked me. You're going to Houston for the uh, national championship, and you're like, hey, any good places to eat? I wait was a like, minute. Wait. 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 No. Okay.
0: Folks, every now and again, Gary surprises me. Oh. And then every now and again, he reveals just how incredibly basic he is. What? When someone asks you for a recommendation at a restaurant (laughs) in a city that you used to live, they are not asking you for the recommendation of multiple major chain (laughs) restaurants that are located in every major... Do I'm gonna, you know, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Do you know what Gary said when I'm, I said... I'm going to Give this. me the spots that I should go eat. He goes, oh, man, Houston got so many dope spots. First of all, Houston <laughs> at the Galleria Mall.
1: No, no, I said in the Galleria area. Whatever.
0: Secondly, Papa Do's. I'm like, yes, these are both fine restaurants. They are not relegated to the city limits of Houston. I can get Papa Do's in Atlanta like I did at every major occasion growing up. I can also get Houston's in Atlanta, like I did, because there was one like across the street from my con. Did I
1: not say, did I not say, no, nope, scratch that, those are chains that you could probably get in Atlanta. Can I give you, and first of all, our viewers and listeners are gonna come to my support. All right, Tilma Fertita built the Papa Dose franchise. Jeez. All right, that is a billion dollar machine. You can get Papa's Seafood, Papado Cantina, you can get every version of Papa's you want. Okay? Can I give you an actual recommendation in Houston if you can get in and you're El Duncan so you'll be able to get in? Chili's? Baby back ribs, barbecue sauce. Have you heard of Taste of Texas? No. It's smack.
0: Is it also a chain?
1: No. It's a restaurant and it is super hard to get into, but yeah. you're El Duncan so you'll be able to. Ooh. Their salad bar is in... Tr- just, li- just please listen to me. Please listen. I pulled it up right here.
0: I went to Texas to get a salad. Said no one ever.
1: 4,000 reviews, five stars. Do you know how hard it is to do that on the internet? 4,000 reviews, five stars. Go to Taste of Texas. This isn't sponsored, but it can be.
0: When it's all said and done, as we wrap up our playoff predictions, who you got winning the AFC East? Is it the Dolphins or the Bills? Dolphins. Who do you have winning the NFC South? Is it the Saints? Buccaneers. Okay. Yeah, Buccaneers. And who do you have winning the AFC South?
1: Well, give me Oh God, Jags.
0: Okay, they're jagging on. There we go, folks. We're Jagging back on. We've solved all the tossing hotels. it
1: back to you. Do you or do you just agree with me?
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the Bills to win. Okay. Um, I do think that the significant amount of injuries for the Dolphins yep. is just a problem. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Okay. I can't believe the Falcons could still potentially win this
1: division. With a 7-9 and nine <laughs> record, currently Real. everybody in the NFC yeah, South. The, the Panthers are eliminated because they've won two games now. Yeah. Um, that's super yeah. strange.
0: And then I'll go with the Jags as well. So there it is, folks. We'll see if we were right. And if we weren't, I'm sure you won't tell us about it in the comment section.
1: And I already apologized for my Alabama take, okay, and also my Texas take. I just was looking forward to a bud heavy national championship, all right? And by Bud Heavy, I mean Budweiser, Alabama, Texas, Jack Daniel's Straight.
0: Was that your Southern accent? Uh, it was
1: How many times do I have to tell you Southern Korea, South Korea?
2: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
0: Really want you to give me a 10 second preview of this game as marty smith which,
1: which game the national championship
0: yeah well
1: yes i don't know if we were recapping or previewing, we're previewing. well l i gotta tell you here michigan against all odds find themselves in the national championship game and they're going up against the washington football team led by head coach Kalen DeBoer, who got them boys firing all cylinders. Michael Penix, Jr., Heisman Trophy runner-up, got some of the best weapons in college football going up against that stout Michigan defense. And I tell you what, L, it's going to be a doozy down there in Houston. Did you say what? Yeah, they pronounce the H's after the what? No, they don't
0: do that. What? No, they don't do that.
1: Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm
0: from the South. No one says
1: I, too, am from the South. No. That was pretty good, though. That wasn't
0: or- it wasn't horrible. It sort of vacillated between Sling Blade and Forrest Gump, but it was better than I thought. Well
1: done. Sling Blade. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, got it, got it. I just re-watched Forrest Gump. Great watch. Mm-hmm. Just a great watch.
0: I'm hoping that this national championship is going to be a great watch. I did feel be. like, yeah. I thought, so as I'm watching this game play out, both of them, man, Michigan, they did dominated Alabama that whole game. The whole time, all the PTSD from being a Georgia fan was just like bubbling up inside of me and I was like, denigreeing it. Like at the end, when they, you know, they Alabama- were who we thought they were? 100%. I was like, what do you do? You let them off the hook. You're letting them off the hook. You've dominated them the whole game. And then you let them come oh, in yeah, okay. and be Alabama and just get a couple of timely drives together. What are you doing? I was so frustrated. I was angry. And then Michigan did like the thing that the Eagles had to do a few years ago to the Patriots and just mm. like prove that the Undertaker can in fact die. And I was, I was happy for Michigan. I know there's a lot of people that are very anti-Michigan because of the yeah. whole like cheating thing, us against the world, they roll their eyes. Clearly I'm never gonna root for Alabama a day in my life despite yeah. the fact that I did believe they should be in the, the final four. But I tell you what, you know who is feeling the best after Monday night? The CFP committee, man, because yes. we've got two fantastic games. The semis have always been one game's good, the other's a swing and the miss, mm. or both of them are not particularly good. This one was fantastic. And watching Washington, once Michigan advanced, I was like, oh, Michigan's the only national championship. Then we actually saw Washington play. Michael Penix Jr., I'm sorry. Call me a prisoner of the moment. I will take him over any single one of your current top draft picks. That guy can absolutely spin it. Dude. We always spend time saying six years, seniors, oh, that's not a great thing. Why is it not a great thing? Give me all of his experience over someone that doesn't have it. He's fantastic.
1: Axe. Hey, I said this on our last podcast was that I don't have one, but if I would have had one, I would have given him the Heisman vote. He did everything that everybody expected him uh, to do. We had an overtime game in the first semifinal, and then it came down to the very last play in the second semifinal. And I know I said it was going to be Texas versus Alabama, but the way Michigan's defense got after Jalen Milroe and made him look like the quarterback that Nick Saban had to bench in September. Yeah. And the offense did its thing, and J.J. McCarthy's only lost one game, and now he gets to play for the whole damn thing. Um, up against the Washington team that we have both been high on the entire season, it's I said this in my Marty Smith accent about two minutes ago, and it's going to be the key of the game. Michigan's defense, Washington's offense, neutral site. Let's get it on.
0: Okay. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. And you get
1: to go. I'm pretty jealous.
0: Yeah, I will be there. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited for this one uh, as well. Michigan is the betting favorite to win. How do you think it's going to end up playing that's, out?
1: That's not surprising. Yeah. I'm not, I've come too far to bail on Washington. Give me Washington because Texas defense – is also very good. Was also statistically one of the best defenses in the country. They get after the quarterback. I like Washington. I don't know what the spread is. I don't know what Michigan's opening up as. Sink three and a half.
0: Five point favorites. Five point and the over-under right now, 55-and-a-half.
1: It <laughs>
0: feels high.
1: That's, that feels high.
0: It feels high, especially because Michigan's defense is incredibly that good. That feels I, high. I imagine they feel a lot of that's going to come from Michael Penix Jr. But I, Michigan's offense instilled no confidence um, in the second yes. half of that game. They weren't particularly good. Mm. You know, J.J. McCarthy was okay. Uh, and then they put down together a nice final drive. He made some good throws. Um, Blake Corham was nasty. He just refused to be denied. I think J.J. McCarthy said, Blake Corm had the devil in his eye.
1: Oh. I could
0: see the devil in him. Um,
1: what happens to some of our friends if they get some tequila in them?
0: Correct. But I just I don't see Michigan being able to go like toe-to-toe with Washington.
1: I don't think they have to offensively. I think they just have to limit what Michael Pennings Jr. Yeah. is allowed to do offensively, getting it out to his weapons, and just limiting him that way. Make him feel super uncomfortable. But man, I don't know. Washington's offense just looks potent.
0: Yeah, they're pretty nasty. Um, I have to do, I, I mentioned this uh, the other day on the Are podcast. Are you grinning? I'm hosting uh, the, the, the concerts. Yep. So apart from, which we already revealed, apart from rooting for great storylines, things like that when we're watching these games, we're also selfishly rooting for things ourselves. And I gotta be honest, the thought of having to face off with a bunch of stand on a stage in front of twenty-five thousand Alabama and Texas fans,
1: I feel like I was saved by the football gods. You, th- you think that's who we're, who's going to come to the Kids Bop concert?
0: I've, yeah, I think that Alabama and Texas can't stay out of anything. I think they would have <laughs> come, and I think they would have been Alabama and Texas all over that place.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Yeah, and so I'm feeling um, I'm feeling like a little bit better about facing that crowd. I mean, here's the thing. I never regret the because that come because out of
1: the Alabama now. fans know who you Not are. Just and them, just like,
0: I mean. I also went after Texas yeah, a couple that, of years yeah, actually, ago yeah, when Texas true. was like, "Oh, Texas
1: is back!" Yeah, that's because true. Because
0: they beat an uninspired Georgia team in the Sugar Bowl. I went I after them you. too. So the thing is, is that you know I do like I say what's on my mind. Never purposely inflammatory. I just say what I say. But sometimes, most of the time, there's a great agreement with people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you'll see people and they'll use it as a as a as a criticism, right? Like yeah. If I met you in real life, you would never say that to my face. You would be so nice to me. I actually am team that. I've said it, and I stand on this hill. Talk about me behind my back. I don't care, because I don't know what's happening. But to my face, be nice to me. Yes. The difference is, most fans are like that. Like, most fans will, you know, even if they're cussing you behind your back. But Alabama fans, like, they, like, confront you. I was down in Tuscaloosa doing sports. I was, like, doing a sports center, and... And I'm just like sit, I'm sitting having dinner, like after Sports Center with like some friends, with some colleagues. What up, Christine Williamson?
1: What up, C What Doug? up,
0: Harry Douglas? What up, HD? Yeah. What up, Harry Lyles Jr.? This like 65-year-old man like a, like attacks me at the table. He's like, hey.
1: Verbally. Of course. Okay. Okay. Well, hey. You would have heard about that story. You saw what happened to that judge in Las Vegas. Woo! Hey, listen, i <laughs> hey, whoa. Somebody needs to fire her security. Current events.
0: He like came up to me and like literally confronted me. I'm like just, I'm like bro, I'm just trying to have some t- cheese sticks. I don't know what's happening right oh, now. Or a
1: TGI Fridays. What
0: do you do? What are you? You don't need to say that. That was wrong. I was like, you need to stop right now and.
1: Oh, he was like, he, like raising his voice.
0: He was mad. Like he was oh, angry at me.
1: So, Neither the Harrys right. stood up.
0: They weren't there yet.
2: Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
0: Caitlin Clark just like wakes up each morning. She just hit another three. Yeah. And is like, I'm just going to just see how far I can test just the limits of gravity.
1: Who's going to tell me no?
0: She does it again. She hits, like, a major buzzer beater against Michigan State. It's everywhere. There was controversy. Did she get it off on time? Of course she did. And, of course, she's she's still chasing the all-time record Mm. that Kelsey Plum has. Right now, she's averaging over 30 points per game. Looks like she's going to hit it on February 15th. I mean, literally, there's a tracker for this. Will you be there? I hope so.
1: Okay. I hope so. It would be great. Game day starts to fire up.
0: College game day for women is going to be firing up January 25th. Stand by. I don't think I'm allowed to reveal yet where it's oh. going to be, but oh. you'll hear it here first on the it LTV.
1: rhymes with Iowa pity.
0: That's not it at all. Oh. You're not even in the right region. Really?
1: <sighs> not even best close. Best player in the country plays in
0: Iowa City, so. <laughs> She's not on the best team in the country. Ah. That's a hint! There it is. So anytime Caitlin Clark does anything, we start going and devolving into this conversation of like, Should she stay another year? She is a senior. Should she stay another year? She's got a COVID year that she could burn. Or should she go to the WNBA? And whenever that conversation comes up, inevitably people start talking about the value of NIL and whether she would lose all of her NIL money and have to take a pay cut to go to the WNBA. Which let me just put that to rest. First of all, most of these NIL estimates or outlooks are incredibly wrong. Mm. However, the tracker says that she's like fifth on the list and makes around $800,000. This is fifth for women. And makes around $800,000 from her NIL deal, okay? This is nothing that she's confirmed, but she's with State Farm and Gatorade, and she's got all kinds of stuff. This idea that you have to forfeit one for the other. The idea that Gatorade's like, we love this college girl, but when she goes pros, no thanks, folks. (laughs) Um, It's completely nonsensical and stupid. I do think Caitlin Clark is going to move in, and I don't think she's going to be impacted in any way. But when you talk about NIL. Checks
1: are just going to get bigger when she goes pro because then she gets a salary. Correct.
0: Then she gets her salary. It'll be like (laughs) around $80,000 or so on top of. But whenever, and let me tell you what, I'm so happy for these kids. Get your money. Get that money. But whenever, inevitably, one of these college kids posts some kind of picture showing their lifestyle, it really does force one to wonder, what they've been doing with their lives. Should they be, say, 40 or 36 years old? And you sent me a picture today that had me thinking exactly that. Uh,
1: Caleb Williams got it good. All right. What was that? Somebody get Reggie Bush his, his Heisman back. And I put this in the group chat with, uh, with everybody on the show, and I said, this picture is why NIL will eventually, in the long run, in my opinion, save the NFL. Tom Brady, on record, and a lot of these retired Hall of Fame quarterbacks are on record as saying, right now, the product in the NFL is just not good. Practice time is limited because of the collective bargaining agreement. More games, less practice time means a less crisp product on the field. You have less experience going into regular season games, and that's why the, the product has dipped. The, the scoring, for, for all intents and purposes, has dipped the electric plays have dipped. But if college players like Caleb Williams and these guys who would be first round picks and first overall picks are starting to make this money, and they are not having to make the decision of, I have to go to the NFL to start making a paycheck, and I'm going to be a backup for a couple of years. If they can season themselves in the college game, I mean, Caleb Williams is a junior, and he said, hey, I'm not going to make any decisions up until the moment I actually have to, whether it's to declare for the draft or come back for a senior season, much like Caitlin Clark with the COVID season, if the NIL money is this good that these players, and it's not just Kayla Williams, it's your position guys, it's, it's your linemen, it's your other position and, and skill players, if they can make enough money to stay in college, get better there, and by the time they're in the NFL, they have an extra year or two of experience, that will, in my opinion, eventually make the game better. The product will be better. Are you, you agree or no? So
0: I think idealistically, I understand what you're saying, and I could see that on some level, but that would be to insinuate that people only leave early for the money. And I think that with football, timing is everything. Mm -hmm. People are, you're already forced to stay in however many years, right? Like you can't come out early. You have to stay until you're a junior or whatever, three years or whatever, right? I don't think that NIL money is going to solve that simply because if you're a guy like Caleb Williams, it's much more about rather than NIL money or staying around. It's much more about your draft stock. Sure. His draft stock is the lowest that it's been since he came onto the college Mm -hmm. football scene. Um, And so I think that affects it more than, you know, being able to earn a great living and stay. Now, I think that will benefit you in a place like basketball, because I talked to basketball players who played at major, major programs won championships and have told me I would have loved to have been able to spend more time in in college. I would have loved to have not been a one and done. However, that's not exactly how this works for my family. And it also doesn't work that way when it means that striking while the iron is hot. Mm. I have my best year as a sophomore in college, and it means I'm going to be a top three pick. NIL money be damned. I'm going to make a hell, hell of a lot more money doing that, right? So, like, I don't think you're going to solve this idea of kids leaving school early because they're able to make a living. It's still going to always come down to what's your draft capital?
1: I think those are the top-heavy players. Those are the ones that get all of the headlines. Those are the ones, the Quinn Ewers, the Arch Mannings, the Caleb Williams, who are making seven-figure NIL money. I'm talking about –
0: Everybody else. I'm talking about the position
1: players – at Arizona State, who are making 150 grand as a sophomore wide receiver, and instead of taking his chances as being maybe a, a draft guy when he's draft eligible, being a seventh round pick or an undrafted free agent, nah. Let me pump the brakes. Let me go back for my upperclassman seasons. I'm making 150, 120, whatever it is, six figure money, being a collegiate athlete. I think that's more enticing than let me take my shot at being like an undrafted free agent in the NFL where it's absolutely cutthroat. And I think that is that sliver of player in the NFL that's eventually going to help raise that performance or the drop in performance that the Tom Brady's of the world are speaking of. The outliers are the first overall picks in the first round. Sure. Um, in that sense. But I think NIL money eventually in the long run, when we're looking back at this thing 10 years from now, is eventually going to be a good thing for the on-field product.
2: Foundational pieces. the on-field product. There it is.
1: Yeah. The, the periphery stuff, Caleb Williams, 21 years old. He's living in a penthouse. His Heisman trophies tucked away in a corner. Yeah. All right. People are going to have opinions and feel some type of way about that. The on-field product, I think, is going to help.
0: Side note: As we take you on a bit of an ADD tour, those kinds of condos seem really cool in theory. But what happens when inevitably you're like, "Oh, I just got out of the shower. I need to like run and grab something real quick. I'm gonna just sneak in." Your entire life is on display. You live in a glass box.
1: Only people that can see it are the 747s (laughs) flying by. (laughs) All right, (laughs) nobody up there looking. Actually, they might if they know it's Kayla Williams up there. My issue with living in a place like that is, damn, I forgot something in the car. Let me hop in the elevator, 80-something stories, go to the car, or in those places, I got to call the valet, got to go down to the car, got to go back up.
0: That was a 15-minute trip. Did you hear how 2% that sounded? What does that
1: mean?
0: 2%. 2%? Um, Like similar to 1%? No, it's like when, yeah, like a 2% problem is like, you know, when you complain about things that are not actually real or serious. Can you imagine how difficult it would be to come down from my 80th story penthouse, have to call the valet to bring around my Mercedes, to bring me what I need, only to then have to take the elevator back up to my penthouse? Exhausting. can't
1: spell elevator without L. That's how she lives her life. Listen, I'm in the burbs, man. I got a HOA. (laughs) <laughs> That's
0: true. We all know that you're not bougie. We've seen your studio set up.
1: That hurts. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to be more, I'm just trying to be more intentional with my money spending huh. in 2024. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's one of those terms. There's always terms that you hear a whole ton in the first few
1: weeks uh-huh. of the new year. Intentional. Yeah, intentional. Is
0: one of them. Motivation.
1: What's yes. the difference between motivated Inspiration. and Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'll
0: do none of it. We're not here for any of those things. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Be you in the new year, be lousy, be yourself, be lazy. I'm talking directly to you, Gary. I'm not speaking in generalities. Continue to be you. Don't try that hard, just mail it in. I don't wanna see you trying to climb and excel, grow and mature. I want you to say emotionally stunted, the way I love you exactly as you are right now.
1: I just feel that like that was like part hypo speech, but also partly an attack. <laughs>
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Um, I love quandaries. Do you, do you know what a con? Like a, is? like a,
1: like a, like an, like oh, an, an, issue has a Here we
0: go! Yeah. A conundrum.
1: <laughs> Initially I was like, you like quarries? Like bodies of water? No, there's an, there's an N and a D in there, so... Yeah. Rock quarries
0: is yes. really my thing. <laughs> um, so the, the OKC Thunder, Oh, case you don't know. Hey, NBA. Oh you, thought, oh, you thought we were just streaking for another Nuggets versus who? Maybe the Bucks, maybe the Celtics? No, 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 says OKC Nuggets Thunder. Celtics. Yo, they're the hottest team in the NBA. And we love this, but yesterday, they had quite a quandary. One that astute observers predicted would happen two years ago. Oh,
1: oh. When oh, yep, yep, yep. When the
0: OKC Thunder decided, in the same draft, to take not one, but two Jalen Williams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Literally, they're both called Jalen Williams. There's the Arkansas big man, there's the Santa Clara wing. Okay,
1: well, You said they're both called Jalen Williams.
0: Both called, it's very British. They're called Jalen <laughs>
1: Williams. Jalen Williams, the Arkansas Jalen Williams, had a little Asian in him too, I think.
0: You think?
1: Yeah. Am I not allowed to say that? You're just like an just, assumption? You're
0: just drafting him and you don't even know?
1: I, if we're doing the draft, yes. Oh, God. Jeremy Lin, okay. number one overall. <laughs> Victor Webinama, number two.
0: Jalen Williams with a Y. Jalen Williams just the regular way. Standard. Just the standard J-A-L-E-N. Yesterday, they finally, finally melted the referee's brains. In the second half, there was this crazy long review and everybody's like, what's going on? Why is this, what's happening? Why is this 10 minutes of stop play? What is happening? (laughs) The problem was, and I'll say that Arkansas big man, I'll call him J-Will for the purposes of this, okay, and then the Santa Clara guy, I'll call him J-Dub. J-Dub, the wing, Uh he had two fouls, but the main scorebook had him as having three fouls. Okay, because in the contrary. So because they were so confused over which Williams had which fouls, the refs actually had to pull up and rewatch part of the previous quarter and then try to identify which Williams it was that committed the foul so they knew exactly who to give it to. And it turns out J-Dub did in fact have three fouls. That one. But it took 10 minutes to sort out. And kid, I can only imagine like, if these officials are, are Caucasian brothers and sisters, the things they are being accused of. You can't tell us apart. Damn
1: it, that's the one. Well, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> you can't say they Not
0: look. Not all Jalen Williams that play NBA basketball <laughs> look alike. You
1: can't say they all look the same. One of them has an Asian hue about him, I believe. Oh, God. But it wasn't that one. Actually, I don't know, because I'm also confused. The Thunder lost. Yeah. The Thunder lost, but it's all good. They don't lose very many games. Second in the West. Can we give Sam Presti early entrance to the Hall of Fame?
0: You talk about a turnaround. Sam Presti was known for the tank machine... And, and for tanking and ruining a franchise. And
1: now look at him. But he tanks and then drafts and then he... Yeah. Ta- he's he dra- He's drafted like multiple Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. I just had to look at He drafted Kevin Durant back in yeah. Seattle. So he drafted Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Drafted James Harden. Drafted mm-hmm. SGA. The Thunder... Man, it's... I wish that the big three would have stayed together. The Thunder are always that team that are going to leave us wanting more. But the way they're presently constructed, multiple Jalen Williams are throwing everybody for a brain pretzel. And now you got Chet Holmgren. You, wait, did I tell you his, his either
0: your favorite? Yeah, chetterosexual. Chedder- I dropped it on SportsCenter the other day, too. So good. It was good. I called Kendrick Perkins a chetterosexual. I don't think he To was, his face? Yeah, I don't think he heard me because I feel like he Elle.
1: responded. That's, it was all just, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. That's
0: all I got. You crazier than the cat done had a hate stroke.
1: Elle. That was softer than old people's shoes. It's nice. <laughs> Kendrick's got some Perkinsisms. Yeah, his metaphors and analogies and whatnot are, are, pretty, are pretty unique. Um, I like what the Thunder are doing, and they're going to be a problem in the West.
0: They really are. They've got, you said SGA, Shea Gildas-Alexander, mm. top three MVP candidate. He won't win it because yeah, Joel Embiid playing. Scoring, that, right? Yeah, he's insane. And then Chet Holmgren is a rookie of the year favorite right now. Yes. But I want to throw this out here. Right here. You go on. Because it looks like this is a team that's going to do really well this year. Yeah. All of these teams lately, and they all have these songs that they associate with these big runs that they've been doing. Please. I'm going to look in the camera. Oh. Please, God. Oklahoma City Thunder. Please. Do not use Thunder by Imagine Dragons as your official theme song to your NBA championship run. Please, don't do it. Okay. There's a very obvious thunderstruck. Okay. Hell, you could even go with Riders on the Storm because, like, it's thunderous. Riders
1: shit. on the Storm.
0: Thunder adjacent. Mm-hmm. But please, whatever you do, leave Imagine Dragons exactly where they belong on Top 40 Radio Hell.
1: And also, in the college football season <laughs> playlist. Listen, it's either them or Fallout Boy. Who's getting the theme song this year? Imagine Dragons is busy. They're doing the Oklahoma City Thunder song.
0: Oh my gosh. Looks
1: like it's Fallout Boy. <laughs> Honorable mention, newfound glory.
0: Okay, not since 2006. You know who's playing at the ESPN uh, college football party? Oh,
1: man, I don't want to know because I went there last year and took a pill in Ibiza.
0: Yeah, it was Mike Posner. We were really excited about that, too.
1: There was like 10 of us that were really pumped about it. I was fired up. I got lost in a tree.
0: What about if I give you a hint? What if I tell you my dirty little secret?
1: Shut up. American. uh, All American American rejects. rejects. Nuh-uh. Yeah, man. Vindicated. I am selfish. I am lost. Oh, God. <laughs> I am right. I swear I'm right. swear I knew it all
0: along. I feel like whoever's planning these parties for ESPN every year just goes back into my 13-year-old brain and is like, who did she really dig?
1: I'm telling you right now, it's a millennial. Whoever's in charge. Katie Hennessy, you booking these acts? <laughs> Can you make it yin twins?
3: Huh? <laughs> Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
0: I mentioned that it is Oh, that's a good way to start the trivia quandary I found myself in.
1: Yin-Yang Twins trivia?
0: What is the proper <laughs> way to spell twerk... Yin Yang style.
1: Oh. Traditional spelling T W E R K?
0: No. Oh, uh, I'm going to be
1: mad at myself uh, cuz I was a big Yin Yang guy.
0: Put a U in it. T W U R K. T W U R K.
1: I wish I would have known that, but there's no way I would have known that. It's okay. Every time I think about the yin yang twins, I think of when they did MTV Cribs, and they pulled up, and there was a a ship in a bottle on the dining room table, and that was the only thing in the dining room. What a time. Take me back.
0: It's my ship in a bottle. So, I started off the show by saying I get really annoyed. Uh, I like trivia. Yep. My parents are huge Jeopardy fans. Nice. I've been my whole life, so I like trivia and stuff like that. Yep. But as a sports person, my biggest gripe is that when you show up to just hang at a bar with some friends, do a little trivia. We used to do it in Boston. Mm -hmm. Everyone always looks at you for all the sports trivia.
1: Okay, but you can't fault them for that.
0: No, but here's the thing, Gary. The sports trivia is always horrible shit no one actually knows in real life. Okay, you ready? Let's do an exercise here, all right? I'm going to show you what you all think we should know versus the actual sports trivia that we know. All right, Gary, you're going to be my guinea pig. Okay. These are the questions that everyone turns and looks at you at the bar when they ask them because you're a sports center anchor.
1: Are these real questions that you've faced? Okay.
0: Ready? Who is the all-time leading scorer in the history of the English Premier
1: League? Wayne Rooney.
0: Who is the only athlete to win Olympic gold medals in both the 100-meter and 400-meter?
1: uh uh 100 meter and 400 meter oh gosh jim thorpe
0: in which country was the sport of curling invented
1: that's a scandinavian country one of them up there
0: which country won the first ever cricket world cup in 1975
1: india don't even got to finish the sentence (laughs)
0: all right Okay, hey, I don't have answers to any of those things, but I'm oh, pretty sure <laughs> every single one of them was wrong. And that's my point. I am a sports center anchor in the year 2024. Mm-hmm. I don't know who was the last person to ride secretariat in 1946. I don't know. These are the questions that we know. You ready? I'm going to prove to you that we do know sports trivia. We just don't know the kind of sports trivia that you want us to know. What's the profession of Zion's baby mama?
1: Oh gosh, yeah, she's. What can I say that? Yes, I think she's a she's she's an adult entertainer. Okay, yeah. why are you saying that as if that's a? I don't know. I don't wanna be out in people's day jobs or night jobs. She's mm-hmm. a lady of the night. <laughs> what supermodel has Tom Brady been linked to since his divorce? I know this one, but I don't know the name. How do you know her, but you don't know I the? Sorry, the F one race in Vegas. Okay. Her re- name
0: is Arena Shank. Yep.
1: Okay, that's the one.
0: What is the most famous part of David Tyree's body?
1: David Tyree? His helmet?
0: And which fan base throws sex toys onto the field when they're mad? Oh, was that Buffalo? And lastly, who has the most embarrassing shoes for an NBA player?
1: Don't say Devin Booker. (laughs) Don't say he's got the Ross specials on, all right?
0: No, it's Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yeah. So again, okay, as we say goodbye here on the L. Duncan show, Throw a little slack to your friend, yeah. sports aficionado, when mm. you guys go to trivia. We're yeah. not—we're not sports historians. Yeah. Okay. Why would you think that? We're just regular people. We read OK Magazine. No, we don't. We're on TMZ. No, we're not. Gary's all over Reddit and OnlyFans. That's what hey. we're about.
1: Then you just slide that one in there. Yo, but sub to my page, all right? The Kimchi. <laughs> Good to be back in studio with you. Great Al. to be back. A back in more studio. cameras in here. A couple more playback monitors yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. You'll be in Houston, and I guess I'll see you next week virtually.
0: We're gonna have a national champion the next time that we talk, and I'm sure I'll have all kinds of stories about how I erroneously mispronounced the name of the kids' Bop stars. You know, Gary Striesky style.
2: Go Hi-yo. Huskies.